Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa and I am your host and so grateful that you're joining me on today's Heavenly Wit Monday. For those of you who know about Heavenly Wit Monday, welcome back. And for those who have no idea what that is, it is based on a book I released back in March of 2020 titled Heavenly Wit, Seeing Mission Fields in the Midst of battlefields. And it's a book to invite you into this beautiful life of intimacy with God through Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to see from the heavenly places that Christ sits in. So amazing. So on today's episode, I'm going to be covering a few things that I wanted to share with you today. There's some jottings that I wrote down back in August of 2021. And I want to share it with you today because I believe it's going to be very beneficial. So that is what's coming up next. On today's Heavenly Whip Monday, I have learned a lot about the effortless flow of water, how to be flexible to simply lean in to hear the voice of God through the Holy Spirit's help with properly reading God's word and praying. How many times have we read the word of God, but from our own jaded perspective, from our own experiences, from someone else's commentary or opinion? This is why we get to do life with the Holy Spirit because he's the greatest teacher and he allows us to read this life-giving word that transforms us into the likeness of Christ. Oh, that's just so exciting. So to know that this life is about holding on to God so tightly so that we can hold on to everything else so loosely is something that he has shown my daughter. And I've been learning that there's this gravity within the world that pulls us into being reliant on the things of this life, to be repetitive within the boundaries that we've created instead of being submitted to the creativity of God and even obeying him. The grace of who he is invites us into the dance of obedience. Yet this is so foreign to our good, credible habits that are oftentimes not God-inspired. They were in the beginning, but we didn't move in him to know what he wanted us to do at every given moment, at every given step. Instead, we looked at it as a friend of mine, Julie Lyles Carr, says like, a copy and paste where, okay, that works. So from now on, that's what I'm going to do. And we forget about God. We become well disciplined. But again, they were in the beginning. They were great. They were great motives. But to know that there's this classroom experience with the Holy Spirit at every given moment, As we hold on to him tightly, we cannot help but to hold on to everything else loosely. This meditation of Psalm 37, 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. (laughs) But really, think about this. 
When you begin to delight in who he truly is, the desires of our hearts are now submitted to him and those desires are transformed. Now, we only want what God desires. And guess what? Those desires are going to come to pass because we're delighting in him. It's interesting that when we start to delight in him, our longing for what we once had or wanted or dreamed of, it just falls to the wayside. And that's what surrender looks like. And that truth is where we can find out that his every desire will come to pass in our lives as we continue to delight in him. Another learning lesson is following through in my own disciplines can quickly become a trap to pridefully boast in self-righteousness. In that is where I can quickly forget that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that it's all his doing and not mine. Yet I have found that this is from the place of trying to get God's approval. Whereas now, because of knowing I have his approval, I just have a greater desire to obey him with this effortless joy. His grace is what enables us to obey. This is when we quickly find out that it's not from a place of obligation, but from the place of grateful heart that we can obey. Obedience simply becomes a response or an expression. And from that place, it looks like to the outsider that we're sacrificing Yet when we go after him with grateful heart, obedience just follows. And no wonder it becomes better than sacrifice because the sacrifice happens by default. But the sacrifice isn't happening first. See, sacrifice alone is obligation. But obedience is out of a place of worship and grateful heart. It's a response to how can I not want to do this for you, Lord? Isn't that amazing? God's changing the perspective on what we think obedience is and what it really isn't. What grace really is and what it isn't. So anyway, with all of that, I'm learning that procedures within companies and corporations, that's one thing. But to bring that mindset into our relationship with God, into the church... It is impossible to know him for who he truly is within that heart and headspace. And learning to be flexible like water is learning his love is to surf the waves of the spirit and follow after Jesus. Think about this. For those who have found safety in things and people that were seemingly consistent and reliable, For the most part, 2020 brought that to an end. Many of those things we just knew that were structurally sound, they crumbled and toppled into nothingness. Those thoughts that would drive me, people want consistency and reliability. It sounded great, but those were chains that bind It sounded so true until I got that loving reminder that felt like a joyful gut punch. It was with God's insightful truth, with this triumphant 
victorious reminder. People do not want consistency and reliability. They think they do. But their greatest need is for Almighty God. For He is consistently reliable in the midst of the changing tides of this life. When I felt that knowing, I was immediately stirred to read Isaiah 40, verse 8. It says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. Then another scripture I was led to was from the Gospel of John, as recorded in John 2, verse 24. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus did not trust them because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature for he knew what was in each person's heart. Wow. So here's a triumphant, victorious reminder. Be okay that you cannot be fully trusted like God can. It's one thing to have, for people to have confidence in your integrity. That's one thing. But for people and for you to trust others, that's where it gets dangerous. That's why we get to point one another to God and God alone. That's why Jesus did not point anyone to himself, but he constantly gave credit to the Father. The Holy Spirit did not call us to trust our processes. You know that saying, trust the process. Why the heck would we do that? No, we trust God in the midst of the process. Let me say that two more times. For some reason, when we say it three times, people get it. You cannot trust the process. You trust God in the midst of the process. You cannot trust the process. You can only trust God in the midst of the process. Because the process is grueling. And sometimes it's fun. But if we trust in a process, we will be easily shaken and tossed about like the wind and the waves of the sea. The Holy Spirit, again, did not call us to trust our processes, other people, or anything else within this life. He simply called us to follow Him so we could actively trust Him more and more. It's in the relationship and the fellowship with Him. It's in the fellowship with Him that we can begin to trust Him and realize how much more we are in need of Him. The trusting in him intensifies it. There's never a stopping point. It actually only gets, it it only increases and there's new levels. The trusting in him intensifies and then that's how we're able to hold on to everything loosely because we're clinging to him 
so tightly. That is today's triumphant, victorious reminder on today's Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. Sing with heavenly wit by seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. With that, what is God showing you today about trust? About misplaced trust and truly trusting in Him? What is something in this monologue today that caught your attention from the Holy Spirit? Thank you so much for sharing this episode with your friends, your family, with your social media. And thank you so much for hitting subscribe on the YouTube channel if you haven't already done so, so that you can get notifications on when my next video will be out. Remember what this show is all about. Bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness so that we can see with heavenly wit the way that Jesus sees, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields.